dearly beloved in Christ, we welcome you to the second episode of our podcast, The Lilies. The Lilies is a weekly podcast of the New Covenant Faith Outreach, a family ministry of the New Covenant Faith Family of the Right Reverend Okechiku Precious Wanda and Mrs. Dr. Mrs. Precious Onyeke Wanda. Last episode, we were looking at why do you worry? And uh, our test was Matthew chapter 6, verse 28. And we're looking at various reasons why we ought not to worry. In this second episode, we'll be looking at the same test, but the topic today is Behold the Lilies. Behold the Lilies. And I'm reading quickly from Matthew chapter 6, 28 through 31. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spine. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Now, if you consider today's um, reading, you will discover that there are particular things that the Lord is saying, comparing His beloved to the lilies of the field, he spoke about Solomon, the king of Israel, and uh, he talked about faith and the Gentiles. Now, when the Lord is comparing us to the lilies of the field, uh, what does he mean? The Lord is trying to bring out the value he placed on Israel, the value he placed on these people, the value of our life, how much more value we are to him than the grasses in the field. And so if the grasses that do not labor or toil could so be beautiful, why are we getting worried? And now if consider Solomon, Solomon was the wisest king in Israel and the Bible referred to him as the wisest man who ever lived, whose glory you know, spread across nations. People came from far and near, including the Queen of Sheba, to come and behold the wisdom of Solomon and to behold his glory. And the Bible says the glory of Solomon cannot be compared to those of the lilies of the field. Why? No matter how beautiful, no matter how glamorous anybody is, you have to wash your clothes. But these grasses do not wash their clothes. They do not need to change their garment. They do not bother to go and buy soap or, or ointment, you know, as human beings do. 
but we desire them every day. They look beautiful. Now, what God is saying is that he is able to take care of us. He is able to make us look beautiful. It is the value of our life that God is talking about. God loved Israel so deeply. From the foundation of the world, God also loved man. He loved man to the extent that he gave man the glory of the world. He handed the entire world over to man to rule as kings. When man fell, God gave his son. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8 that if God did not spare his only son, whom he loved, but gave him to us, how do we think he will not freely give us all things? Whatever is the source of our worry, God is able to care. God is able to intervene. God is able to meet those needs that um, are causing us to worry. Because he could give Jesus his only son. There is nothing God can withhold from us. The problem we have is that when we worry, like we said in the, in the last episode, worry and fear and cannot work with faith. Here he said, how much more will he clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. The truth is that whenever we begin to um, look at our at God from the point of view of our situations, our faith begins begin to go down. It is actually actually lack of faith. When we are at the peak of our faith, those problems are nothing before us. Now, God so cherished us. Some, some of the languages God used in Scripture, you know, bring to light how much value He placed on His people. In Zechariah chapter 2, verse 8, God said, Whoever touches Israel touches the apple of His eyes. Whoever touches Israel touches the apple of His eyes. You can imagine. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 28 through 31, he said, Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? But he said, Not even any of them can fall on the ground, if it is not your father's will. I said, Therefore, do not be afraid. You are worth much more than sparrows. You can imagine. No bed of the air can die if it is not God's will. God so cared for them. In Luke 21 verse 18, he said, Not even one hair, not even one hair of your head can fall on the ground. You know, when we shave our hair, we just cut them off. But God is saying, each of those hair are numbered. He, 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 we are so important that he does not just, you know, care about our life. He cares about even one hair on our head. God takes account of what happens to us. So it is the value he places on our life. Your life is not so common that God can just allow you to die like that. Can just allow the devil to destroy you like that. Satan does not have power over your heart or over your life. It is only when we create access to him by through fear or anxiety that he can now enter. That is why Bible says, do not worry because worry has a capacity of creating access for the enemy into our lives to now rot havoc. He has no such power. Our lives matter to God a lot. Okay? In John chapter 14 verse 19, he says, Jesus said, because I live, you also will live. You remember the life of Jesus. Jesus' life could not be destroyed even by death. 
when men conspired to say, let us terminate him, the worst thing they would have, if, if there was anything worse to have, be, they would have done to Jesus, they were willing, they were willing to do so because he known when, when, when. Uh, they looked at Jesus on the cross of Calvary, you know, and they, they said, let, let, let his blood be on our head on and on our children's head. You can imagine. It's like saying, I, I wish we could do much more. But you know, even death could not destroy Jesus. That is the life he is saying, because I live, you also will live. As death could not destroy my life, if you, if you are in me, Death cannot do so. So, so. so not even death should be a threat to us because death does not separate us from God. In John chapter 6, verse 57, he said, As the heavenly Father sent me, and I live because of him. So anybody who feeds on me will also live because of me. As the heavenly Father sent me, and I live because of him. So whoever feeds on me will also live because of me. Now, the word live there is not just about breathing. No, 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 no. It's like saying, I was able to overcome all the challenges of life, the temptations, the trials, the lack of food, the lack, the, the lack of clothing, the lack of love, you know, lack of love. It can be very, very painful when you discover that people are not concerned about you. You care for people, but many, many people don't care about you. You are misunderstood. You are maltreated. You know, you are hated. You know, sometimes you are lonely. It could be, it could be very depressing because life is about love. But Jesus said, I was able to overcome all this, overcome suspicion, overcome misunderstanding, overcome false accusation, overcome temptation, overcome attack from the pit of hell, overcome conspiracy. I was able to overcome because I lived in God. I maintained the regular touch and fellowship with my father, regardless of what I felt. There was no time anything caused me to lose connection with him as the heavenly father sent me and I live because of him. So anybody who feeds on me, we also live because of me. People of God, I want to say, you will survive. You will survive. As long as Jesus is concerned, you will survive because of him. So it is our life. Not the clothing, not the food, not the causes of our worry. That is important to God. Our life matters to Him. They are so important that Jesus had to die to restore to us that original life which was tampered with by sin. So the Word of God is the source of our strength. We must feed on Him. We must remain in Him regardless of what life challenges bring. In John chapter 6, verse 63, He said, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The word I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. In John 14 verse, verse 6, he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. So Jesus himself is our life. And so we have nothing to worry about. This is not to say that the challenges will not come. And they could, they could be overwhelming, they could, they, could be, they could be devastating. But don't, you know, essentially, our lives are not made of those things we need. Whatever it is we, we need in life, they are ephemeral. They will come and go. But our life will remain. Challenges do not... God does not run away from us, you know, because we have challenges. No. God 
identifies with his children. He is never separated from us. We are the ones who separate from him as a result of those challenges. And it is when we not separate from him that the enemy lays grip on us. In Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 1, you know, in trying to play a kind of drama about how much he, 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 he loved Israel, God was painting a picture in that scripture of a husband, of a man and his, and his love. You know, the, 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 the man there, you know, ultimately referred to the Lord God Almighty, while the, the love referred to Israel, if you look at it from a spiritual sense. He said in chapter 2, verse 1 of Songs of Solomon, he said, I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. In verse 2, he said, like the lily among thorns is my love among the maidens. Now, when the, 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 the law, the man referred to himself as the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley, what is he talking about? He's talking about the most beautiful and the most glamorous, you know, the most prosperous kind of, you know, you know plant. Sharon, you know, was the fertile uh, coastal plain south of Mancamel. So it's the kind of, you know, rules that the source of fertility is guaranteed, that continues to blossom, you know. And he said that, my, like the lily among thorns, it's my daughter, so it's like my, his love is more precious, is more, more, more beautiful, more attractive, more scintillating than, than, than the others. The others are referred to as thorns. So Israel... It's like a, a, a rose compared to thorns. In the midst of the other nations of the world, Israel is like a rose. The other ones are like thorns. And it's like, God, it's like they are most desirable. You cannot, you know, choose thorns. You know, in place of the of the of the lily or the rose, you cannot. No, no sane person can choose. So those things we look at in this world. Those other people who think are prospering from the sight in the sight of God, they are like thumbs. You are the rose. You are the, the, the cherished person. So why do we worry? Why do we worry? In verse twenty-five, he said, "Therefore, you know, because of these reasons, he said, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on." Is not life, look at it, more than food and the body, more than clothing. Now, food, clothing, you know, represent every other thing we worry about. Every other care, every other life aspiration, whatever else. Now, you look at it, there is this emphasis, continuous emphasis on life. Life is more important than the things we need to maintain the life. We need cars, we need beautiful houses, we need friends, we need money to maintain life. But life in itself is more important. Without life, you can't have those things. So the emphasis here is, do not worry about your life. God is the one who is the source of our lives and he determines when that life will prosper and when the life will cease. Nobody, not even the greatest scientists in the world, can manufacture life. We can only maintain life within the privileges God has given to us to study and understand the mechanism and the working of our body. But essentially, life belongs to God ultimately. So he said, look at the birds of the air. 
They neither sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much of more value than they? Which of you, by worry, can add one cubit to his stature? Behold the lilies. And so, friends, I want to thank you for being part of this episode. And I pray that God will help us to cast our cares on him. He said, cast all your anxieties on me because I care for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our listeners again today. And we pray that the glory of the Almighty God will enable us to beyond the challenges of this life, see the power, the reassurance in your world and cling unto you no matter what life brings so that we can be stable and enjoy the privileges of the Father, the filial privileges we have in you. I ask that those who listen to us today, O God Almighty, will be more than ever before rest assured of your unfailing love. And let this love sustain them. Let this, this love carry them to life. And let this love bring them to rest and perfect peace, even as we hope for the glory to be revealed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. taken and all my sorrows born in temptation he's my strong and mighty tower i have all for him forsaken and all my idols torn from my heart and now he keeps me by his power in sorrow he's my comfort in trouble he's my stay.